Hi, and welcome to Veg Out, the Toronto Vegetarian Podcast. This week is your weekly discussion of all things vegan and vegetarian in Toronto. My name is John, and I'm joined today by Anna and Steve. We come to you every week from the offices of the Toronto Vegetarian Association and heard on CJRU 1280 AM, the Scope, Ryerson's Campus and Community Station. If you don't know, the Toronto Vegetarian Association's mission is to inspire people to choose a healthier, greener, and more compassionate lifestyle through plant-based eating. On today's episode, we're going to be talking a whole lot about restaurants, it seems like, no? Yes. So I I think that both of us in the last little while have visited a lot of restaurants. So that's Anna, myself, and then Steve's got some news about some other restaurants that have recently reopened as well, too. So lots of good information going on here if you're into the uh, vegan restaurant scene. And if I was a betting man, I would probably bet my house that most of our listeners are into the vegan restaurant scene. Is that fair to say? Yes. Excellent. Okay, so I'm not losing my house, which is always a good thing. <laughs> so um, recently, as in last weekend, I was lucky enough to visit uh, New York City. I was able to go to a bunch of very good vegan restaurants, as one tends to do in New York City. And, uh, you know, just to name them off there, I was able to go to Cano Cafe, uh, which is uh, spectacular for a variety of reasons. Uh, one, because they do everything in-house. So sometimes, you know, when you go into like a vegan restaurant and you're like, are you, you're wondering whether or not it's actually them doing it or if they have to outsource it to get their stuff. Pretty much everything that they do is all done in-house. And sauces. Sauces. Like, so I had a, um, I basically had a Cajun Satan sandwich and I was like, the Satan was so well done that I was like, this is... They make that there. Yeah, exactly. Nice. So I'm trying to remember because I'm, you know, I'm not so into it. What was the, um, what was the, uh, the chicken that was the Satan that was really, really, really big. And then they've come along and they've discontinued it in Canada. And then there was the uproar of that. Do you guys remember what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about, but I can't, uh, I can't remember which company it was. Oh man. Gardein. Gardein. Gardein, yes. right? So I think that there was, you know, I'm like, this has got to be some sort of Gardein product, right? Not the case at all, which is always interesting to see because it's nice when they're doing that stuff in-house, right? So really happy about that. Um, uh, And then I had the chance to also eat at a couple of different restaurants as well, too. So Sun and Bloom, which is in Brooklyn, which is a great little spot. Very uh, small, but good uh, nourishing meals, which is great. And then I also ate at Blossom. And then uh, one of my favorites, although not a vegan restaurant, it has lots of vegan items. It's called Hotel Tortuga, which is great for Mexican food. Okay. So I find that um, in the U.S., they tend to do Mexican food, I'll I'll dare to say it, better than what we do in Canada. And I'm guessing it has to do with the greater Mexican population in the United States than it does, than we have in Canada. So that was uh, really, really great. And uh, again, it's always nice to be able to go into a place and not have to worry too much about whether or not they fully understand what the concept of being vegan means, right? Definitely. So that's my, uh, you know, super uh, condensed version of eating in New York. But I think that you've also had some good experiences recently as well, too. You were at Thrive last night? Yeah, so Thrive has now opened on College, just east of Bathurst. Mm-hmm. And so glad that it's there. And it's it's got a nice, bright space, open um, windows on all sides, like two sides of it, right? Because it's on, a, it's got a corner spot there. Mm-hmm. Um, and if the food at Thrive has always been really good, organic. They're not vegan, right? But right. most of their items on the menu are vegan or can be made vegan. Is there anything on there that's not vegetarian? 
no, everything is vegetarian. So everything's vegetarian. It's an okay. organic vegetarian restaurant. Got it. Right? So it is re- it is vegetarian, but everything I think they can make vegan for you. So okay. It's fantastic, and we got a free muffin, but which was kind of nice. I guess he had just made too much. I think I don't remember what he said. I think they made too much or took too much yeah, or sure. something. They were having a staff meeting. I think it's relatively newly okay. opened, so it was nice to go there yesterday. Yeah, I was just there yesterday, but also directly across the street. I think is directly across the street. Rancho Relaxo has opened up. Okay. So if you were missing yep. that. Um, They've now opened up, and I think they also opened up like a little window in Lee's Palace. Rancho Relaxo did? I believe so, right? Neat. It's not Rancho Relaxo, or is it another? I don't know. Okay. Rancho Relaxo is 300 College, which is almost at Spadina. Okay. Uh, almost the corner of Robert, actually, which is just. Uh, There's a food truck. Spadina on the north side. There's a food truck that sells. Um, Mexican food. What's that food truck called? Oh, we are not big food. For some reason, I think Rancho Relaxo yeah. is a food truck. Yeah, I'm pretty really? sure it's Rancho Relaxo. Cool. Rancho so Relax. there was a window in Lee's Palace that's outside. So it's just like a window you walk up and take out, right? It's a real takeout kind of place, which I think this one is as well, which Steve says. But um, so it, I think it used to be like Burro Burrito or Big Fat Burrito before. You're and right. So now it's Rancho Relaxo. Cool. Yeah. It's fantastic. That's really neat that that's the case then, right? I had no idea that that was the case. The other thing also yeah, close to I, the neighborhood is Rawlicious. Yeah. So Rawlicious has now got a small place on um, Bathurst Street, just south of Bloor. So it's in right. that condominium that's right across what used to be Honest Eds. Yeah. Yeah. That's an interesting neighborhood in transition for sure, right? Yeah. We'll see how that goes over the next couple of years. Yeah. Um, yeah, but they're there now as well, too. And you're saying that it's, is it predominantly takeout? Because it's a pretty small space, right? It's a space, small right? place, yeah. But that's yeah. okay. That's yeah, good. it's still good. We're still having a dinner there and in the near future, like by dinner there, meaning the TBA dinners. Right. Are always posted on our page, like our events page, because that mm-hmm. group is... Very good at doing that. And if you're not on their email list, get on their email cool. list. It's good. That's great that that's speaking the case. Of dinners. Yeah, speaking of dinners and speaking of like TVA social life, it sounds like you could <laughs> this be. This is the week. Yeah, you're like overloaded with TVA social, uh, you know. Events going Yeah, on exactly. Week. Yes. The so TVA, what's the deal? The TVA Reads group will meet on Wednesday. And have you have you guys read a specific book? And yes. then you're coming back to discuss it? Yes. What book is it that you guys read? Do you remember? <laughs> Love, Life, and Elephants. Okay. It's an autobiography written by a woman who, um, whose family immigrated from England, if I get it right, from England, okay. to South Africa. Okay. And so it's her family's as well as her own personal journey in doing that, right? Okay. And what they go through, the adversity, and it's just... It's a beautiful book of connecting with, um, you know, nature mm-hmm. and uh, really learning to respect and watch animals. It's just a, it's such a well-written book. And what she learns through the people that she meets. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's a Neat. great book. I didn't I actually didn't read the whole book because um, my library, I, I got it from the library um, and it was kind of over. So I was like, skip to the back because I wanted to. <laughs> To know what's the going end on. of right. what happened 
to her. Well, I had seen that there was a chapter on her partner at the very end, so I had to read it. So I read the okay. very end of it. So I might get it again, but Neat. right now it's all signed out because they're all reading it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's going on on the Wednesday, Wednesday night. And then Thursday Thursday is, is the TVA dinner at Green Earth Vegetarian. So. That's at Broadview and... Uh, Gerard, no? Just north of Gerard. Just yeah. north of Gerard. Okay. So that's there. And then Friday nights, although it's not a TVA event, it's a vegan meetup. Drinks is happening on Friday night at 8.30 at Bloomers, which is on Bloor, just west of, east of Ossington on the south side. And then wow. it's a long weekend, so mm-hmm. we'll be closed next Saturday. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people are off on Monday, so the TVA uh, movie group, uh, run by Carla Ignesi is having a family day event. We're going to Rawlicious for dinner and then to a movie called The Nettie the Cat, I think. Okay. It's about, it's felines. Okay. Let's just say that. All so, right. And that's at Hot Doc Cinema on Bloor Street. So the restaurant is very close and that's at 530. So cool. that event is on Facebook if you're interested and if you're a movie person, you should get on that group because Carla's going to lots of movies and she loves company so it's good awesome good time wow that's a lot going on there yeah it is i i would particularly like to be uh part of the tva sleeps group because (laughs) i don't know where you're getting much in the way of sleep if you're doing all that socializing which is good i do not think i will make it to all those events no fair enough because that does seem like it's it's an awful lot but hopefully you will join me in the tva sleeping uh, you know group as well too and uh, for those of you out there i hope you join us in that as well too because, you know, eight hours of sleep is a good thing every single night, right? It is. Um, all joking aside, uh, something which is, you know, very, very, very serious and very dear to our heart is the uh, vegan bake-off. Or should we say the total, total fa- totally fabulous vegan bake-off, uh, to be more specific. And um, there's lots of opportunity to be a volunteer at that particular event. I know that they're always looking for volunteers for that. Um, so if you're interested in doing that, you can always contact volunteer at veg.ca um, and, uh, or you can just go onto the, uh, onto the vegan bake-off section of the uh, TVA website. We'll, we can provide a link in the show notes on how to get there as well too. But that's coming up like, what, like four weeks from today kind of thing or four weeks from tomorrow, I think? Five weeks. Yeah. I'm doing my math. It's five weeks. So it's Sunday, March the 19th and it's at Witchwood Barnes, which is Christian St. Clair which is a new location. And I think we were debating the location because we're not always on the inside of these planning meetings, but I think that they just wanted a bigger space. Is that what the yeah. general consensus so was? Because I've never the been there space. before, but that's a bigger space, yeah. right? Yeah, that's going to be the space. They're, we're going to have some vendors. So cool. don't worry about coming early, waiting in line and being bored. Um, and, you know, you mentioned volunteering, but another really great way to volunteer sort of a different kind of venue is to volunteer as a baker. Yeah. So if you like to bake and it doesn't have to be sweets, it could be raw stuff, it can be savory stuff. Actually, the savory stuff is becoming really popular these days. Um, you know, that's another great way to get involved. And the they have some great prizes. Uh, they have a hot pot is one of really? them. Really? Yeah. They got a hot pot. Cool. So among the other Betty prizes and... Um, so registration is still open. So if you're Not interested, there's a cutoff for registration. It's very soon. Is yeah, it? okay. but if you're interested, definitely get on and yeah. register. Even if you're not yeah. positive about what you're gonna make, 
uh, let the organizers know what that you that you want to bake, and that would be appreciated. Yeah. And we hope to see everybody there. And and it uh, doesn't have to be intimidating. Like in speaking with you know some people who've baked in the past, maybe even some people who've who've been on the uh, the show. Uh, it, it seems like they, you know, get very, very concerned about it. And it's like their, you know, their image or their faces on the line kind of thing. If it's something doesn't turn out perfectly. Right. And I don't know, like, unless you're like, I don't know, like addicted to these like cooking and baking shows. Like, I don't think it's like that. Well, right? I like, I hope we're more peaceful. I, I, yeah, I know. I competed last year. I don't think anybody even noticed that I competed last year. <laughs> but really, I was doing it as a volunteer. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm not... I, so I wasn't in it for the competition. And Did you lose sleep over the whole deal? I, I lost sleep because of other stuff going on. You remember okay. how I was. Yeah, I totally didn't even realize I was volunteering that day. Right. <laughs> but it was because there was so much other stuff going on. Right. And it had nothing to do with baking for the event. Okay. Right? Like... I know that some people will bake that morning. Yeah. Like Lisa Lee is so hardcore. She yeah. bakes that morning because she wants it to be the freshest it can be. Right. And she says it's no sweat. Like, yeah. Once you get in the rhythm, like if you have all your stuff out and it's all there on the table and you know what you need, it's just pump it out, right? Yeah, sure. So it just takes a little bit of time. Yeah, And for it's sure. fun. It's so much fun. Yeah. So if you're, um, you know, interested in uh, participating one way or the other, that's fantastic as a, as a volunteer speaking. And then if not, if you just want to get into the eating uh, scene, you can always do that as well too. I would encourage you to bring a uh, some sort of Tupperware container of some sort because if you get to a point where you're like, you know what, I've eaten 10 cupcakes, maybe I shouldn't have the 11th, then uh, as opposed to letting it go to waste and throwing it out, which, you know... Obviously, we're doing our best to uh, not have that kind of thing going on. So bringing some sort of containers is always a good backup plan just in case you can't eat a dozen cupcakes in one sitting. I second that. And I also suggest this year bringing a bag because there's going to be vendors. And I'm sure there's going to be stuff you want to buy that you want to take home. So bring yourself like a nice bag so you can put stuff in. Super ideas. Yeah. Yeah. Steve. The registration deadline is February 20th at 5 p.m. Perfect. So, so you got like... You want to register by then if you want yeah. to bake. So you got a, you got a week to get to your uh, name in the ring in terms of whether or not you want to bake or not. So that's spectacular. Anything else that you guys want to add? I know that this has been like a kind of a whirlwind episode, but sometimes that's what happens when you spend a lot of the shifts stamping and sealing and stuffing envelopes, right? Yes. Yeah, Arturo Steve. Alexo also has a location I've not visited. Uh, Where's that? On DuPont at Edwin, which is just this side of the junction. You guys are so much more up to date with this stuff than I am. I didn't even know Rancho Relaxo had multiple locations, and now I'm finding out that they've got like three yeah. at minimum, right? And a truck? Yeah. Holy yeah, cow. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure so they're the ones lunch. that have a truck, right? They have a truck? I, maybe. I think I saw that. Mm. I'm not. Uh, Maybe I'm not up to date on these things because I'm the... uh, But they reopened the uh, 300 College location after opening the one on DuPont. Okay. The one on DuPont became their main location, and now they've reopened this. Yeah. But the format's a little different. Uh, The 300 College is mostly set up for takeout, although there are some tables there, so you can eat in. Cool. And, uh, And it's not a vegan restaurant, but anything can be made vegan. Awesome. That's good to know, and, uh, you know, it's uh, always good to get your guys' information on this stuff, and uh, if I wasn't such a, a leader of the uh, 
TVA sleeps group, then maybe I would be more up to date with what's going on with these types of things. Anything else that you guys want to throw in there before we close off? I'll no. take it that silence is golden. <laughs> so, good. yeah, go ahead. It is it is Rancho Relaxo that it has a trick. Is it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. The uh, the power of, uh, you know, iPhones, I guess, right? You've been listening to Veg Out, the Toronto mm-hmm. Vegetarian podcast and radio show heard on CJRU 1280 AM The Scope. You can email feedback to tva at veg.ca. You can find more information about what we do and listen to part to past episodes of Veg Out at veg.ca. Until next time, veg, veg out. out.